0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 1256 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Greetings horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the monthly jumping episode on Horses in the Morning. Show co-hosts Glenn and Emily Thompson from S Equestrian are having a chat about the importance of, and an efficient way to accomplish, good leading skills for every horse. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products. How are Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier or visit kppusa.com.
0: Now, on with today's tip. Well, before we wrap for today, do you want to leave everybody with a quick training tip?
2: Okay, okay. We will do probably my most used training tactic of the last circus couple weeks that I've had. Too many horses. I've got stallions, three stallions, two broodmares in the mix, which is never, uh, never the same. Sort of uh, handling you're techniques. To have I
0: mean, then
2: it's <laughs> perfect. Perfect. It is, it's, and that's what we're doing. There's actually been, been some breeding happening as well. But you just to have that many different kinds of horses in the mix. You know, we've got, you know, older 11, 12 year old show horses, which are, you can just walk on the buckle down to four year old stallions, you know, standing on their hind legs. Horses that haven't been in a wash rack in five years because they're broodmares, we've got it all over the board. So what I think is a really good training tip, just as ground management, working with horses, period. There's one thing that is always the same, whether you have a show horse or you have a breeding horse, a stallion, whatever. And that is how they walk on the lead. It is so important. That's how you start things. I think some people get a little bit over ambitious and they want to use the lip chain, you know, the stead chain and make, and it's more, more power, more, um, you know, force. And that's just not really the way you want the horses to be responsive on your fingertips, like an older horse, even if it's a broodmare. you're not going to get to it the first day perfectly, but you start the process. And the process is when they come out of that stall, they walk by your shoulder, their shoulder is by your shoulder. They don't creep forward and they don't hang back. And that's your job to keep them right there. And then the brain stays with you. If they are a dragger, they're taking you forward. That's not acceptable. If they're sluggish, they're behind. That's not acceptable. So we have two things that help in those situations. When they drag forward, which a lot of them do, and you know what? They're eager. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you have a stallion, that's not really a good thing. They need to stay at your shoulder. So going with the horse that wants to go forward, you have. I always like to use the end of my lead rope, And I can swing it just a little bit on the front. If he gets too far forward, it just catches their attention and it keeps them back. Very little force. I don't yank on the stud chain and yell and lose track. You know, the horses that want to go forward, they want to a lot of times cut in front of you and, you know, run a circle around you or do something stupid. That's not acceptable ever. So the lead rope, you can swing it a little bit, catch the attention. If they go to cut in front of you, raise your hand raise your hand up in the eye, right in the face. Nope. This is, you can't come across. Can't come across. You never let that horse come across you. The shoulder stays at your shoulder. That takes a little bit of time. They always want to come to the left in front of you because they feel that pressure. So consequently, when you're going anywhere, you turn that horse away from you. You don't ever let him turn towards you. He or she, depending on how wild they are is how, how strong you have to be. Maybe with the lead rope, with the hand, maybe you l- use a little bit of voice, but whenever you're turning, you use the hand, pick it up in the eye. If you need to create sort of a visual pressure and you turn the horse away from you always. Now for the horse that comes back, that's sometimes a little bit more difficult. They, maybe they're spooky. Maybe they are just slow, <laughs> whatever it is. We have many different behavioral issues. You kind of can do the same thing with the lead rope in some instances. Maybe somebody who's just a touch sluggish. I like those long lead ropes. I don't always use a chain. You know, it's not always about you know manhandling them. You got to be smarter, not stronger. And then you get a horse that's responsive and light, Says rather the than the girl just... that's
0: five foot two, about exactly. ninety pounds.
2: <laughs> you should see my stallion. Wait till you see Hail Glory. I mean, the dude is like a Budweiser Clydesdale, and he does not have a stud chain. I will tell you, he live cover breeds, and he's the best behaved of the bunch. Everybody else at this stage is rogue. We're in serious training, but I've had him the longest, and he's a good boy, anyways. But yeah, I mean, there's no, I'll never win. It's not about strength. So these ones, they want to get a little bit behind. you've got a long lead like that, you can actually, without them realizing that it's you, you can give a little cluck, a smooch, whatever, and swing that lead rope around. You can tap them on the hocks, tap them on the hip, go forward, go forward. And then they're right by the shoulder. You do not want them behind or forward, really ever, because the brain's not in the right place. They've got to be right there. Then if you've got one that's spooky, then that gets a little bit more, uh, you've got to have a little more touch with that horse because you can't just smack it you know, tap it to get it to go forward. Sometimes they, the baby horses, the brood mares, they haven't been handled so much. They really do get stuck like a baby horse in the brain and they just, ugh, they plant all four feet. They can't go forward. So at that horse, what you want to do is you've got to move the feet, always moving the feet. Sometimes, Hey, you know what? It might actually be backwards. I know they were already going backwards, but the brain, you tell that horse that, you know, I'm moving your feet. We're moving. If you can get it moving away from you with the little hand trick, with the lead rope by the nose, move them away. Generally, if you can just keep those feet moving, the horse is eventually going to come to your side and follow you. But that those that is key. I would say with all groundwork, the horse has got to be at your shoulder. The fewer accidents happen, the stallions that strike out, the horses that spook. You know, if they spook and wheel, and you know they're way out in front of you, like you're in trouble for sure. If they're way behind you, you're gonna lose them. You're gonna end up on the wrong side or get the hind end coming around. So that that is what I say the most important training tip, really, just in general. All horses is that walking. How do they walk?
0: Hmm. And that that again builds the foundation for everything else anyway.
2: For everything. Getting them in the wash track. <laughs> and the most know?
0: important thing there is respect, right? I mean, it's just Yes. Yeah.
2: And you're together. You know, if, when you get separated by too much length in the lead, you're not together anymore. Do you think because
0: kind of, of your size, and I'm not saying this is a derogatory thing. Do you think that because of your size, you're more conscious of that than somebody that's sure. six foot one like I am?
2: For sure. Absolutely. Because I I could get just trampled by one of these big horses or I'm small enough, you know, I can get knocked over. and uh, And I've had it happen before. And I mean, uh, let's face it,
0: they're going to knock over the six foot one guy, too. It doesn't matter. I mean, you they, know, yeah, 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 you
2: know, they, they have it in them for sure. Or at least you're going to get like a bloody nose, or right, <laughs> you know, right. something's going to happen, get stepped on, you know, that you don't want to happen. Um, that stepping on is such a thing, too. You know, that's not only do they have to be at your shoulder, but they need to be like a foot off of you.
0: Yeah, both Jennifer you know, they, and I, when we got her new horse. Uh, he just has the he does have the personal space issue.
1: Yes. Nigel There's just so didn't did. understand
0: personal space. He had been turned out in a field for two years, you know, and pretty much untouched. And so we both had the black and blue feet after oh, yeah. the first week, you know, with oh, yeah. him. And Jennifer's gone through the same thing. And it's interesting, Jennifer, because you use almost the same technique uh that Emily uses. And but it's it's interesting because they don't understand personal space. And it's just without violence, it's teaching them personal space.
2: Totally. And like even the babies, like I've got the little Philly right now. She's two weeks old. I mean, she is all over me. She steps on my feet if I'm not careful. She tries to lean on you. You know, you're just like, all right. I mean, they that is that's a component. They they definitely they have to learn that. That's a learned behavior. So that's sort uh, you got to keep them at the shoulder and like a foot off of you. If they're getting too close in your space, you know, their neck, they're pretty, you can kind of control them by the neck, you know, they're not as, as strong. So you can even just push them on the neck over, push them on the shoulder. If I've got one flag in the tail and snorting like a stallion at the show for the first time, like I'll keep my, my left hand on the rope and then my right fingers in the shoulder, like I'm here, like, don't come over here. Don't go forward. Don't go backwards <laughs> and don't come over here. And they stay, you know, they kind of stay in the box and then they're like, "Okay, we're doing it together. And it's more of a, you know, a training event rather than like you're dragging the mule somewhere. They're dragging you down the road or nobody wants that.
0: Very good. Thank you, Emily. Appreciate that. And where can people find You.
2: Well, I am S Equestrian, ECE Equestrian Co. com or hey, by on the Facebook. Way, we
0: saw some yeah. S Equestrian this weekend.
2: And did you I really? Have
0: you know that one of the Walsh ladies was wearing an S Equestrian oh,
2: shirt. Oh, that's right. Yes, she looks so cute in the she picture. Did. Yep, yep. Oh.
0: And fun, we saw, it. where
2: did we see? One of the riders
0: or somebody was doing S-Equestrian, too, we saw over the weekend. So we did see really? some of shirts
2: in the wild. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Now I have to go next year. Face <laughs> <Taste> closed.
0: <laughs> so we did see them at Dot and, and also on Facebook, right?
2: Facebook, Emily Thompson or The Jumping Radio Show.
0: Well, there you have it.
1: You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner on the top of the page. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the horse tip daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.